Day with the King is a 3ABN Australia television production developed to teach children about the Sabbath and to lead them through a study of the Bible. Remember to download your weekly study guide at adaywiththeking.com. So come on kids, join us now and each week for A Day with the King. It's wonderful that you could all join us to meet with the King. Come and join our worship time together. Auntie Cecily, it's just delightful that you're here today. I'm so glad to be here, Auntie Nat. And hello, children. It's so good that you're here to worship the King and welcome in our Sabbath. And Teddy, it's just so wonderful again that you're with us. Auntie Cecily, would you like to say a prayer for us, please? Dear Father in heaven, we thank you for seeing us safely through another week. We just pray that you would be with us. And we thank you also for the boys and girls who are able to join us as we open the Sabbath. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Do you know this is a great time to reflect on our blessings that God has sent us during the week? And Chiquita, you have a blessing to share with us. God has blessed me with a beautiful sister. And her name is Angelica, and she was born nine weeks ago. I know, and she's a beautiful baby. I've seen her. It's a good blessing, isn't it, to have in your family? Thanks for sharing that with us, Chiquita. And Auntie Cecily, you have a blessing to share with us as well about our amazing God. Yes. Remember how we've spoken about how God is our deliverer, and He is holy, and He is the I Am, and He is compassionate? Well, God is also our provider. Later on, we'll study in the Bible how God provided for the children of Israel in the desert. He gave them water to drink and bread to eat, and God provided for all their needs. The Bible tells us not to worry about our life, what we'll eat or what we should wear, but that God knows our needs and that he will provide for us. That's a great promise for us to remember and claim. You can also ask God to provide you with help anytime you need it. Jesus loves to hear our prayers mm. and he wants us to come to him when we need his help. Mm. And God also provided his son Jesus to this world for you and for me. Jesus left his father to come down to this earth to die for our sins and he provided a way for escape from the penalty of sin. So God is so good. God is our provider. Amen. Thank you, Aunty Cecily, for sharing that wonderful words of wisdom with us. Do you know another way that we can worship God on the Sabbath is through song? And guess what? We have Pastor Rick here. Thank you, Pastor Rick. Hi again, Aunty Nat. Welcome, children. I've got a song that I think would be really good for Sabbath worship. It's called Don't Forget the Sabbath. Do you think we can sing it? Don't forget the Sabbath, the Lord our God has blessed, of all the week the brightest, of all the week the best. It brings repose from labor, it tells of joy divine, its beams of light descending with heavenly beauty shine. Welcome, welcome, ever welcome, blessed Sabbath day. Welcome, welcome, ever welcome, blessed Sabbath day. Keep the Sabbath holy and worship Him today, who said to His disciples, 
I am the living way. And if we meekly follow our Savior here below, He'll give us all the fountain, His streams eternal flow. Welcome, welcome, ever welcome, blessed Sabbath day. Welcome, welcome, ever welcome, blessed Sabbath Pastor Rick, can we sing I Just Keep Trusting My Lord? That is a wonderful song. I just keep trusting my Lord as I walk along. I just keep trusting my Lord and He hears the song. Though the storm clouds dark in the sky, Pastor Rick, could we please sing Redeemed? I think we can sing that song too. It's a lovely song. Redeemed, how I love to proclaim it. Redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Redeemed through His infinite mercy, His child and forever I am. Redeemed, redeemed, redeemed by the Pastor Rick, that's great to praise God in song. Do you know that Dr. John also has a blessing to share with us? Let's go and have a look at that. Hello boys and girls, my name is Dr. John Hammond and welcome to Sunnyside, the Australian home of Mrs. Ellen G. White. I have some interesting stories for you. Just come inside with me. You're going to like this. Hello boys and girls, welcome back. I'm Dr. John and I have another story for you. And this story happened right here in the garden of this house called Sunnyside. You know, when she bought this house, the land here was so dry and the soil was so bad that they said you cannot grow anything here. But she said, yes, we will. And she started to grow things and she planted a garden and it started to grow and the young leaves looked beautiful and then something 
happened. Something that every plant needs wasn't happening. What does every plant need? Somebody tell me. Water. Oh, I've got some water. You know, if you were not to be given any water or food, which would be worse, no food or no water? If you get no food, you feel very hungry for a few days, then you don't feel hungry. But if you don't have water, the last thought you ever have is for some lovely, fresh water. And plants have feelings. They haven't got any brains, but they want water. And you know, it stopped raining. And the plants grew up, and then as the soil dried, they started to fall over like that. And she was so worried. And she went out one morning just over the fence, and Mr. Jones, the gardener, was working there, and he said, Mrs. White, these plants are so thirsty, they're going to die. We need to have a windmill. Now, windmills are expensive. They're tall as the house. You've got to dig a very deep hole, and then the big blades turn around and pump the water out of the ground. If you don't get a windmill, Mrs. White, the plants will die. Oh, she said, I've been saving up some money. She was very good at saving money. She said, I might just have enough money for a windmill. And then she saw her son, Willie, who was a pastor, walking across the road. And instead of walking across very happily, like he always walked, his shoulders were down, his head was down. And when he got to her, she said, Willie, what is the matter? Oh, she said, mother. He said, mother, all the workers at the factory, they've been building and painting and plastering and we haven't paid them this week. Why not? We have got no more money. Have you got any money? She said, well, I've got some money here for a windmill. Oh, mother, we do need that money. These people will go hungry tonight. They won't have enough money for food. Oh, she said, take the money. And he went and paid the workers that night. It was a hot day. It was so hot. And she knelt by her window in that room in the corner. And she said, please, God, we need rain. We haven't got a windmill. And in the morning, she felt the breeze just turn a little bit. And she felt a cool breeze and she saw the clouds building up and then she heard the rumble of thunder. And then it started to rain. It rained and it rained and it rained. <laughs> and finally, Dora Creek, the water went up and the plants who were like that, by that night, mm, by the next day, mm, and by the day after, oh, happy plants and you know the next day the postman arrived and there was a letter and when she opened it out fell all this money somebody had sent the money long before the rain stopped long before the rain started again and it says use this as you see best and she went out and she looked at the garden and there were all the plants were very happy and Mr. Jones came along and he said, Mrs. White, 
we didn't get the windmill, but God opened the windows of heaven. And boys and girls, if you and I are faithful to God, he will open heaven's windows and he will bless your lives and you'll be happy in his service. Thank you, boys and girls. Hi, boys and girls. Happy Sabbath. Welcome to our Bible study. I hope you know by now to have your Bibles ready with us so you can study with us. Kate, you're going to say a prayer for us to open our study time. Thank you. Dear God, thank you for the children who are with us reading your Bible. Please help them to understand what they're reading. And thank you for loving us so much. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Kate, do you remember what we studied about last Sabbath? Yes, we um, studied about how God delivered the Israelites mm. from the Egyptians and opened the Red Sea for them. Mm, it was pretty amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a good study. Okay. Did they have to fight or did God fight for them? God, God fought, fought for them. He did, didn't he? It was wonderful. All right, and we're going to start off with our reading now. And we're going to start off in Exodus 15, 22 to 26. And Ella, you're going to read that for us, please. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea, and then they went out into the wilderness of Shur. And then they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. Now when they came to Marah, they could not drink the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore the name of it was called Mahara. And the people complained against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? So he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. When he cast it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made a statue and an audience for them. And then there he tested them and said, If you diligently heed the voice of Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Wow. So how many days were they <coughs> travelling for until they found water? What did we just read? Three. Three days. Aunt Cecily, can you show us on the map where Mara is? And then Ramesses is up the top there where they came from. So they've come a long way, haven't they? Mm. So was the water fit for drinking? No. no. Was it bitter? Yes. It was. And do you think that made the Israelites happy or sad? Sad. Sad. They weren't happy at all and they all complained to Moses. Now, when you have over a million people complaining about their thirst, there's only one thing to do. And that's what Moses did. He asked God and God told him to, to throw a certain tree into the waters and they became sweet to drink. Isn't God good? Yep. Yeah. He's so good. He provided for their needs. Okay, Nick, you're going to read for us now. Exodus 16, 1 to 3. And they journeyed from Elam, and all the congregation of the children of Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elam and Sinai, on the fifteenth day of the second month after they departed from the land of Egypt. Then the whole congregation of children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And the children of Israel said to them, Oh, that we had died in the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the pots of meat, and when we ate bread to the full, for you have brought us out here into the wilderness to kill the, uh, to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Mm. 
So now the children of Israel are complaining of being hungry. Elijah, you're going to read for us next, Exodus 16:4. Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain quota every day, that I may test them whether they will walk in my law or not. Wow, bread from heaven. I wonder what that's all about. Kate, you have our next reading. Let's find out what the bread from heaven is. Exodus 16, 11 to 15. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, I have heard the complaints of the children of Israel. Speak to them, saying, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall be filled with bread, and you shall know that I am the Lord your God. So it was that quails came up at the at evening and covered the camp and in the morning the dew lay all around the camp all around the camp and when the layer of dew lifted there on the surface of the wilderness was a small round substance as fine as frost on the ground so when the children of Israel saw it they said to one another what is it for they did not know what it was and Moses said to them this is the bread which the Lord has given you to eat So God had heard their pleas for hunger and had sent them some quail just that one particular evening and some bread every morning. God is so good. He provides for our needs. Let's read our memory verse together. And that's found in Philippians 4.19. And children at home, that's in the New Testament towards the end. So let's read that Philippians 4.19 together. And my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. Now, there were some special instructions about gathering the bread every morning. And Ben, you're going to read that for us in Exodus 16, 16 to 21. This is the thing which the Lord has commanded. Let every man gather it according to each one's need one omer for each person according to the number of persons that every man take for those who are in his tent. Then the children of Israel did so and gathered some more, some less. So when they measured it by omers, he who gathered much had nothing left over and he who gathered little had no lack. Every man had gathered according to each one's need. And Moses said, let no one leave any of it until morning. Notwithstanding, they did not heed Moses. Some of them left part of it until morning, and it bred worms and stank. Mm. And Moses was angry with them. So they gathered it every morning, every man according to his need. And when the sun became hot, it melted. Mm. So the Bible tells us they had to collect one omer per day, per person. They also had to trust God that he would provide for them the next day. Because what happened if they collected more than they needed? What happened to it? It would go stale. Yeah, it bred worms and stank, mm. which wouldn't have been very nice, would it? And we have here, Auntie Nat has been busy researching. And I have discovered that one omer is about 2.2, litres. And that is about 2.2 litres of manna, of Um, bread from heaven and you can see that that was what had to last you for the whole day do you think that's enough yes it's it's, yeah it's hard to know isn't it but you know what i think when we continue reading we'll find out that it probably was just enough okay but so there were some special instructions about collecting the bread for sabbath let's read that sarah can you read exodus 16 
22 to 27 for us, please. And so it was on the sixth day that they gathered twice as much bread, two omers for each one. And all the rulers of the congregation came and told Moses. Then he said to them, This is what the Lord has said. Tomorrow is a Sabbath rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. Bake what you will bake today and boil what you will boil and lay up for yourselves all that remains to be kept until morning. So they laid it up till morning as Moses commanded and it did not stink nor were there any worms in it. Then Moses said, Eat that today for today is a Sabbath to the Lord. Today you will not find it in the field. Six days you shall gather it but on the seventh day the Sabbath there will be none. Now it happened that some of the people went out on the seventh day to gather, but they found none. So God is instructing through Moses that the people had to gather on Friday two omars each. So you can imagine that was what they had to gather every day. But on the Friday, they had to gather two of those to last for the Sabbath day because there was not going to be any bread on the ground on Sabbath. Now in verse 24... What does the Bible tell us happened to the Sabbath bread? Did it breed worms and stink like on the other days? No. No. No, God preserved the bread that had to be collected the day before, before Sabbath. Did God want them to work on Sabbath and spend time collecting food? No. No, No, he wanted them to rest and spend time worshipping him. And Sarah, you have a a torchlight to read for us so that uh, we can see what Ellen White writes to explain that verse a bit better. Thank you very much. In being obliged to gather every Friday a double portion of manna in preparation for the Sabbath, when none would fall, the sacred nature of the day of rest was continually impressed upon them. Wow. So God performed this miracle every week for the next 40 years. So the specialness of the Sabbath left a very deep impression for them. Aunt Cecily, you're going to read for us now Exodus 16.31. This will tell us what they named the bread. Though I think Auntie Nat's given it away a little bit. (laughs) And the house of Israel called its name manna, and it was like white coriander seed, and the taste of it was like wafers made with honey. Now let's look at another verse. Ella, you've got a verse for us found in Psalms 78, 23 to 25. And that tells us something else about the manna. Yet he had commanded the clouds above and opened the doors of heaven, had rained down manna on them to eat, and had given them of the bread of heaven. Men ate angels' food. He sent them food to the full. Wow. So the Bible calls the manna angels' food. So looking at the amount, I mean, we do eat an awful lot. We, we live in a very abundant country, and we may look at that and think, that's got to last me all day. Do you think that's enough? But I think the fact it was angels food and it was sent from heaven, I think it was a pretty perfect food. And I think it would have been very substantial and I think it would have kept their tummies full because I think God's really good. So again, there was no water and the people complained against Moses. Moses cried out to the Lord for help. Let's see what happens next. Elijah, you're going to read for us Exodus 17, 5 to 7. And the Lord said to Moses, go on before the people and take with you some of the elders of Israel. Also take in your hand your rod with, with which you struck the river and go. Behold, I will stand before you there on the rock in Horeb and you shall strike the rock and water may come out of it and the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. 
So he called the name of the place Massa and Meribah because of the contention of the children of Israel and because they tempted the Lord saying, is the Lord among us or not? Mm. So God provided again for the children of Israel. He brought water out of a rock, enough for the whole encampment. So let's go over what God did for the children of Israel today. First, he turned the bitter waters into sweet waters. Then he gave them manna every day and, or every morning to eat. And thirdly, he preserved the manna that they collected on Friday so it was fit to eat on Sabbath so they could keep the Sabbath holy. And fourthly, he brought water out of the rock. Do you know God loves us despite ourselves? We can be ungrateful, we can complain, and we can forget the many blessings that God provides for us each day. But God bears long with us. He is so patient. What do you think? Do you think he's a patient God? Yes. He is. Thank you, boys and girls, for studying with us today. Remember, God loves you so much. Pray and ask God to help you to be more thankful for what God does for you each and every day. We have a seven-day devotional that expands on what we've studied today. Here is some information on just how you can get that. Hey, boys and girls, like Auntie Nat said, you can go on to our website to access our daily devotionals at www.adaywiththeking.com. And while you're there, you can also check out Teddy's blog. He's posted some really cool photos of us making this show. He also talks about it as well. He even posted about his visit to the vet. So hop online today. Keeping the Sabbath week by week helps strengthen our faith and trust in God. Mm. One way to build our trust is to read and study our Bibles. The Bible's filled with wonderful faith-building stories that help us with our walk with the Lord. We want to encourage you to read your Bibles, not just on the Sabbath day, but every day. Auntie Nat, would you tell us about what we're going to study next week? Yes, I'd love to. Next Sabbath, we're going to study in the Bible about some very, very special laws that God gave to Moses and to the children of Israel. Don't miss it. We want to see you back again next week. Auntie Cecily, shall we go over our memory verse with the children that we learnt in our study today? Yes, let's do that. Philippians 4.19 And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Children, are you ready to sing our blessing song? Let's just turn around to the children at home.
God is a God of love because He died for my sins and I can go to Him any time for forgiveness. I love God because He's my provider and He provides me with a great family that look after me and care for me. I love God because um, He gave me the Bible in which I can learn more about Him and I can't wait till He comes back and I can live with Him. You have been listening to a production of 3AB in Australia Television. God bless you kids. Remember to join us next week.